Andrew Tate 100% should be deplatformed. I mean, we got a guy that's that's fucking on the run for sex trafficking that started his business, his his cam business, based out of the country that he said had the loosest definition of sex trafficking and moral corruption. Fair, deplatform. But criminals have due process, and I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you're a serial killer. We all fucking agree. That does not toss out that we need the process. So I want to be able to pull up a long document that's publicly available from Facebook saying, here are the offenses, here's why he's been deplatformed. Not a vague, small sentence in a fucking article that says hate speech policies have been violated. That's not, that's not good enough for me. I, I want to be able to see a documented, here are the reasons that this person is no longer a member of this community. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. Okay, so next time I'm at the museum, I will be ordering the stout from the open bar. Mm, indeed. If you nice. got the stout, best believe that pinky's going to be out. That was pretty good. That was very good. I don't I can't <laughs> add to that one. All right. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, beer review, stout, IPA, pale ale, and dating podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Alvin. It's Josh. Let's get straight into talking about our boy, A. Tizzy. You know what I'm saying? Getting the, the old Donald Trump treatment. What do we think about this? Is is this a dark day for freedom of speech, or is it a long time coming for a misogynistic demagogue? Can we never call him a tizzy again? Can can we just retire that now? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be I'd be satisfied with that. <laughs> we won't like a to the tizzle. <laughs> I I thought it was pretty good. All right, well, what do you what would you prefer to call him as a, as a pet name? Now now we just need to back up and just discuss the whole concept of giving them a pet name. Everybody needs a pet name. For friends, it's endearing. For enemies, it's condescending. I think it's necessary. You know what? I didn't think about it from that perspective because, you know, it's like it's like Skeet Davidson, you know? Exactly. It's, that's what I'm saying. Same, same thing. You need you need, you need names of this power in names. So you got to take their power away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A Tizzle. You know what I'm saying? I think what that's. about A Tate? Play Ooh, on Andrew Taint. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Play on A Train and Taint. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's um the deplatforming feels slightly <laughs> vague, you know. The 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 reasoning is that it's um anti-hate speech and anti-dangerous organization guidelines that have been violated. So Spotify, Meta, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube have all taken them down. Um I think it's good, but at the same time I'm like I I I feel like I want specifics cuz I don't like when people just decide that they're going to deplatform someone cuz that that feels like a threat to everybody's capacity mm. for speech and expression. And maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe that's being an apologist that's, you know, laying the pathway for dangerous people. But that's that's how I'm kind of leaning right now. I'm glad to see that Thank you, you keep the same energy about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like because I don't I don't I don't like subscribe or tune into all that manosphere shit. And then like every time I see his videos, I just kind of look at it for like comedic shit. And then like, sure. once I hear like the, the like when this nigga really starts saying some ignorance, just like, all right, <laughs> up, scroll up, scroll up. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, 100%. but I mean, hey, a broken clock is uh, right twice a day. So every now and then he True. says something. It's pretty decent, pretty good. I think my, my thing with it is that I think we all need to understand that. And, I, and I'm not saying you, Eddie, because I know you get this. And I know this isn't the point that you're making. But just for people in general, that a company can de-platform you for, like, quite frankly, whatever fucking reason they want to like a private entity can do that whenever they feel like it so the the things that keep them from doing that are our collective opinions and our collective like usage so the idea is that if they're doing something that they think is generally unfair for their base um then the base will just like respond with not using the platform anymore like creators right, like leave, stop using yeah. it creators Tumblr, move over, like all that kind of stuff like that yeah yeah They'll just go now 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 the i mean and that gets a little bit more complicated because there are certain platforms that have such a level of dominance that there really isn't anything else so creators yeah. um, don't really have that same that same leverage youtube is one is one of those things like i don't think Definitely. people i think it's become so ubiquitous that people don't look at the numbers of exactly how big and dominant of a force YouTube is. There's nowhere else. Is there's Twitch is, is yeah. maybe, but it's not even, there's no other place yeah. for long form video content. 100%. But I do just want to like highlight the fact that a private company can deplatform you for whatever fucking reason they want. Like the, like freedom, like freedom of speech in any country that has a freedom of speech law is about what the government can and yeah, cannot see, do to you. And, and you I know that's already, not the point you're making. Yeah. Like, so, so you're, you're talking about something specifically different, and I and I think that that's a very important conversation. I kind of just wanted to add this as like a while we're discussing Andrew Tate, 
here's this caveat. Now let's continue to talk about Andrew Tate. Yeah, I kind of I want to address that bit, and I might be just repeating something that you already know, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe, But maybe I think that other people think this as well. Is like, I agree that they can do that, but part of my point is that I'm not sure that they should be able to. And maybe yeah, this yeah, is already that, part that, of I something. I think that's your point. Okay. I think yeah. that's your point, and I think that's what we're discussing. I just want to make. Okay. I just gotcha. don't want it to be. Oh a yeah, thing they where legally like, have the. They legally know, have the right yeah. to do whatever the fuck they want. It's it's like. I just want. I just want shop. to preempt that line. I just want to preempt that line of comment and questioning. Right. That, okay. That gotcha. would be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so as of now, as the laws are currently set up, they can do what they want to do. Um, but I think, as you pointed out, up until now, the only thing that kind of keeps them in control in one way or the other is is public opinion. And to whatever extent that sw- that sways, then they can do whatever the fuck they, they want. Or sometimes they're having to appeal to a smaller, louder crowd, um, leading to them making decisions that, that leave a lot of people dissatisfied. But I think that once you start to get, I, I think that social media should be start to be treated more like a public utility um, because it has taken over huge sections of the way we interact to where it's like, this is not a luxury good. This is not a... Thing that people decide oh like oh maybe i could go for a cupcake or whatever it's butter you know what i'm saying like everyone needs it everyone's using it constantly it's the way that we get our news it's the way that we socialize it's the way that we mobilize um so to allow a private company to be the final like just the, the internal board of a company to be the deciding factor for who does and does not get a voice without any real uh direct accountability to the public uh, yeah, I, I think they I think they need government oversight or so or or, or s- civilian oversight. So and I, and again, I, do, I, I think that what you're getting at is is not specifically Andrew Tate. I think what you're getting at no, is just no, like yeah. the, the precedent and how this how this expands beyond that. Yes. But in the case in the case of an Andrew Tate, if this was a public good, which I which I don't disagree with. I know people make that conversation about Twitter all the time. And I've even on this podcast said that Twitter is the public square. Um, public squares are, are, are regulated, policed by, by governments yep. all the time. Um, so I don't disagree with what you're saying, but in in the the context of that, Andrew Tate 100% should be deplatformed. I mean, we got a guy that's that's fucking on the run for sex trafficking that started his business, his his cam business in the country, based out of the country that he said had the loosest like definition of sex yeah. trafficking, Romania, and moral right? corruption. Yeah, like yeah. So it was like, if I'm going to put this in the context just of Andrew Tate, hell yeah, deplatform him. You know, sure, like I yeah. think I think the I think the only thing that allowed him to keep a platform as long as he did was this ambiguity on whether or not we should treat social media as a as a public sphere versus something else. But I think but I think that what you're saying is like, let's take Andrew Tate out of this. Like, how how is it? How how would you two have this conversation? If waving the red flag said something that they didn't like, absolutely. if we were on fucking absolutely. Spotify and we said, "Hey man, Spotify is fucking trash," like go to title and we're getting like fucking spins. Is now Spotify have the the right the, to, to the ban precedent us. and the wherewithal to, to to ban us? I think that's a much more like broader question, and I think that's something that's a bit a bit more in the gray than than Andrew Tate is. But and, and, but I think that. Andrew Tate is a good because because I do agree from what I can tell so far I see frequent things from him that are misogynistic, bigoted, uh dangerous towards women and and quite specific. Like they're the kinds of things that you go if a person believes these things, the way that they treat women and other people and themselves is going to be dangerous or criminal. If you think that your woman is a better is better more happy at home despite anything that she says that a woman should not have any sexual experience if she's meant to be a good partner that a woman is responsible for her own rape if it happens that she is your property while you date her which are all verbatim things that he's that he said if you believe those things you're probably not gonna be the best nigga to be around so i think in that way fair deplatform. but i think the reason i'm using it as a case study is like criminals have due process and i want to see that mm-hmm. like yes you're a serial killer we all fucking agree that does not uh, toss out that we need the process in that situation, especially in that situation. So I want to be able to pull up a long document that's publicly available from Facebook saying, here are the offenses, here's why he's been deplatformed. Not a vague, small sentence in a fucking article that says, you know, 
hate speech policies have been violated. That's not, that's not good enough for me. I, I want to be able to see a documented, here are the reasons that this person is no longer a member of this community, this public community. Because it's not, saying it's private because it's owned by a private company is ridiculous to me because it's like half the fucking planet is on this thing. That's not private. That's a public good at this point and should be treated as such. But I know legally we're decades away from that ever happening. But it should be. I remember watching the fucking uh, congressional, the last congressional hearings with Zuckerberg mm. and how little the congressional members on that committee understood the Internet. See, not even not even not 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 even specific shit like social media or like just how the know, Internet works, technology and hardware, well, like sort they of electricity he, he moving to, through straws. He had to explain the Internet to them. Yeah. So, like, I do think that we're getting, you're right. I think we're decades away from it. And I think the reason why we're decades away from it is twofold. One, we have a bunch of people in our legislative body that don't, that don't know shit about fuck. So until we get people that understand this shit, and I think that now is the point where we're seeing that happen, right? Like, we're we're now seeing, like, millennial politicians, you know, like, in much larger amounts. And that's going to be the first step of it, I think. I feel like. Facebook and those like social media companies really benefit from the uh, the lack of um, the inelegance of the way these older politicians talk about the internet because sometimes they don't they really just don't know what the fuck is going on and sometimes they do kind of know what's going on but they don't have the same like um, polished way of talking about it that a millennial or a Gen Z might have so there's they're using incorrect terms or antiquated terms to talk about shit and so we get these little clips. And the clips make it seem like, oh, my God, I can't believe this old guy is trying to regulate the Internet. But it's like if you listen to what the fuck this old ass nigga is saying, it's like he's saying something completely fucking reasonable that we should all agree on. Like, how are y'all watching that and going, yeah, these corporations sure are cool. Mark Zuckerberg is having to condescendingly explain this fucking thing to this old ass guy who's just trying to regulate a very dangerous company that we all agree has insane levels of influence on all of our minds. But oh, well, I guess these. (laughs) okay, boomer. It's like the fuck like we can't be that damn dumb that we're letting facebook fool us like that that was good it was good yeah i don't it's it's that 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 shit gets under my skin but hopefully more younger politicians will be able to sidestep that 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 little shuffle that they're that they're managing to do but yeah but i i agree he should be he should be deplatformed but i just want to see why i don't i don't like the fact that it's like vague I, i really don't like that if you can say, here's exactly everything that he did. He's exactly why, he, why he's off the platform. Here's the violation that he, because, because like you said, I don't want to be in a position to where we could get deplatformed for a reason that's not clear. I, I think you should be able to know clearly what the rules are and and it's clear that you overstepped them. It shouldn't be a, yeah. a retroactive surprise where you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't know you couldn't do that. That's that's not how these kind of platforms should be built, I don't think. I think his, his, <sighs> I'm trying to find another word other than brand. I'm struggling. I think his notoriety is as such, and he's been such a a, a right wing kind of jumping off point for a lot of people that it probably would have been in their best interest to have that ready when they deplatformed him anyway. Like it would mm-hmm. it would have just it would have just saved them a lot of PR headache and just been like from, from the fucking Twitter official account. Yeah, like yeah, we're we're banning Andrew Tate. Here's why. Brief statement. Have a good day, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Here are the things that he said. These are in direct. Here's the tweet. This is hate speech. Here's the video. This is dangerous rhetoric. Here's this. This is bigotry. This is racism. Da 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 da. And it's mm. here are twenty different you know examples. Here's the thing that was posted recently. These are not just old clips recirculating. This is shit that is currently still being created. Um, and you're right. And then that then that makes their case seem more reasonable. And it's a lot harder for the folks within that sphere to say see look they just ban us for anything because they don't like what we're saying but they can't tell us specifically Mm -hmm. what it's like you can neutralize that by going no here's specifically what you keep saying here's why you're gone but i don't know for some reason they don't want to do that and that's because i I literally i was looking this up to do research for this episode i looked it up first video that i (laughs) fucking saw was that the real reason they banned andrew tate is because he was telling the truth about covid now what the fuck? The the only reason you can spread that kind of misinformation is because the reason for his deplatforming is so fucking is 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 too vague and inspecific. So now they got it. Then they showed a clip of him being like, you know, shit. If you get on a private jet, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. See, because they're they're shitting on the on the little man. And I'm like, 
it was it was an old clip, but he was he was saying like I was I was on a plane, I was trying to get get somewhere, and they told me to put my mask on, and then I said fuck it, next time I'm flying private. Because he does. It's interesting how they do how some of those people do this like sort of populist thing where they're like talking about how important money is while telling you that like you're being shat on as the poor man, mm-hmm. like you're the victim because you have to be on the on the regular plane where they tell you you have to wear a mask but the truth is when you're rich like me you don't have to do that and the reason is because they're just trying to control you and it's it's an interesting little technique you can be elite but still somehow the common man simultaneously absolutely i think people have really poor concepts of money so i think i think like i definitely do there's this thing in the united states where a lot of people in the in the lower rungs of like the socioeconomic ladder have convinced themselves that they're just like one hustle move away from being fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. And you couldn't be further fucking away from Mark Zuckerberg, bro. Like the people in most of our circles that make decent money and I'm including myself in this, you know, like doctors, lawyers or whatever, those motherfuckers are so far from like, like the bottom though. Like a doctor can be like very reasonably like a top one, one, two percenter, like Mm. pretty easily. Like if you're Mm. a surgeon, if you're a surgeon in your 40s, like unless you did like some hardcore like, you know, nonprofit shit, you're probably a fucking one percenter. Yeah, that's just how that works. As a one percenter in the United States, you're still you can still be Light so years. fucking far away from Mark, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Like statistically, none of us will ever be that. Yeah. Like statistically, none of us will ever have the money that Andrew Tate has probably been able to exploit his way into. Like, oh, why true. do you care? He, they said yeah, why do you care? Like 400 million or something like that, which I don't know if that's true, but you know, they, that's what they said. Let, let's say it's 4 million. Let's say his okay. net worth is 4 million. Like you will probably never see that. Like you're mm. so fucking far away from $4 million. And I think that we've probably all convinced ourselves at various points in our lives that we're one move away from being that. And I think that allows those people to like rest their, their, their whole grift on these populist notions of I'm just like you, like you can yes. just do this one thing and be like me. Because so maybe I'm you should listen like to what you. I, yeah, exactly. That's see, that, that makes which a lot is of ridiculous. That whole temporary statistically ridiculous. And it's like, nah, not everybody. That's not without some structural changes. Everybody ain't going to drop shipping. Ain't going to save us all. I don't think so. Right. Destiny made an excellent point where he was on fresh and fit. He said that it's like, it's like life rafts on the Titanic. You know, it's only 20 life rafts. Everybody's trying to get on one. And, and somebody says, you know, it, anyone can get on one of these rafts. And it's true. Anybody can get on a raft. Everybody can't get on a fucking raft. Mm-hmm. There's not mm-hmm. enough. So maybe it might be true that any one person could maybe be Mark Zuckerberg. But my nigga, it's 300 million niggas in America. 8 billion on the, pl- on the whole planet. We can't all be it. You know what I'm saying? So you making this plan that it's going to be you. You're going to be the one with the golden ticket. And you're somehow managing to convince whatever your fan base is, a million, two million people, that every single one of those two million is the one in a million. And mm-hmm. and then you're able to sell them this dream of like, oh, no, no, don't don't invest in things that can help everybody. Don't invest in things that or, or in a, a style of thinking that means we can all do better. You can all be billionaires. So just focus on that shit. That's what the system is built for, for you to be a billionaire. Yeah. Nonsense. Tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. But yeah, we could you can definitely do it better in your life. But you're right, that dis yeah, that distance of like going from fifty K to making three hundred K in a year is like that's massive, but that's still like within that one percent. Mark Zuckerberg's are like right. yeah. the point zero 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 one percent of some and shit. You just feel like the bottom of the barrel of an entirely new social group. It, oh, very true. Yeah, yeah you're a doctor, very but now true. you're just the poorest of the upper class. <laughs> and like it's not even fucking close. Um, let's see, what do we got? What do we got? Um do men leave their wives when they get sick or incarcerated versus how women do? Statistically, you know what I'm talking about? yes. I mean, niggas is leaving their wives like when they when they ain't in jail. So I mean, hey, true. <laughs> but like somebody was saying that um, she said she worked in hospice care, or she no, she worked in like oncology or something like that, and she said like without fail, if a woman was diagnosed with cancer, they the doctors would literally like talk to her or like pamphlet her about mm-hmm. divorce maybe not okay. directly but they would like get her ready for like your nigga's about to leave you like you just got titty cancer your nigga's about to leave you um within the next six months he's not gonna leave you today he's gonna hold your hand and you know pat your back but your he's gonna fuck somebody else and be gone within this year probably and i don't know what the stats are on that but it, it seems to resonate with something i don't know if that's true it's much I'd more l- likely okay so so i, I will say i will say this 
and then I'll, I'll leave it be. I don't know what the baseline is. I do know that like that was always like, and I'm, and I'm deep in, I'm, I'm reaching real deep back into some um, socio-behavioral epidemiology shit that like mm-hmm. I only took like three classes in. Um, but we always talked about how, yeah, it was like much more likely um, for a man to leave a woman in that situation than for mm-hmm. a woman to leave a man. But I don't know, like that could be, that could be 50% of men using it. I mean, do that. And 40% of women doing it. Right. So like everybody leaves a lot, but the the difference between men and women makes it seem like a pretty big difference. Yeah. Thank Yeah. Thank you for synthesizing that in something that made sense, but I, don't, it down, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what those numbers are, but I do remember that it being constantly brought up that it was, it was higher for men. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean the, the, the way she's talked about it was as if women tend not to, not like we do it for everybody, but it's way more for men. It was like, we don't have that conversation with men. Because women stick by their men when they're sick. Yeah, that's the sense that I get. I mean, that, but but again, I don't know if that because also I feel like niggas get sick and go to jail more often. So I think that's also a, a little bit of a of a bias in these situations. Like, if you're a woman, the likelihood that you're if you're a straight woman, the likelihood that your partner gets cancer, has some disease, has an injury, is in the hospital, is in jail, is just higher than if you're a man who's straight. True. So. I don't know if that muddies it up a little bit, but but I guess the but the the talking point, the argument behind this is that men do, ain't shit. men are men ain't shit, and men are more utilitarian about the way they view their wife, which is like if you cannot serve me sexually, romantically, with respect to your your gender, if you can't be a pretty little thing for me, then I will get rid of you and I won't visit you. And I think the, I think the jail thing is maybe the biggest example of that. If the woman was going to jail versus the man. Yo, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, so like, uh, who is it? Papoose talks about how, like, when he goes to visit his, or maybe she's free now. I don't know. But yeah, when he would go to visit his. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ma's out. Okay. Yeah, so, Papoose when he was down, though. Yeah, he did. And so, like, he would say, like, nobody else. And I think, Alvin, maybe you've mentioned this before. Like, when he would go to visit his girl, it's no other niggas there. Like, zero. No other men are visiting there. And it's not like these women are all queer. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. some of them had niggas going in. But you don't have you don't you no longer have a nigga when you uh, when you go in there. Um, so I'm like, yeah, there's something there's maybe something there. And I don't I don't know what to what exactly to make of it. If it's a physical thing, because, again, like we was talking about how like serial killers can get girlfriends and shit after they already go into into prison. Maybe it's a romance versus sex thing. I don't know. Like Maybe women are more romantic in that way or bond in a different way but that just kind of goes back to what i was saying like, oh, when i say i feel like there are more good women than there are good men just in mm. general like because it's it's not because i don't want to be on here and be like oh just shit no niggas like oh yeah man fuck all niggas. yeah like, definitely it's, not it's, yeah, it's yeah. not like a lot of dudes that would stick by their girl like through any situation because there are tons of dudes that would stick by their girl and have yeah. stuck by their girl you know or woman or whatever but i don't are women more faithful more loyal on a general scale I'm a, maybe i don't know yes Maybe. I'm gonna throw the curveball in here. More committed, maybe not more loyal. Mm, mm. Depending on what you I'm, need. I'm gonna throw the curve. I'm gonna throw the okay. curveball in here. Okay. And I want to give my one caveat that I think that if you if you if you love somebody or you or you claim to love somebody, and you leave them when they're sick, you're a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Hardline stance. I don't, don't, I don't think that's controversial. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hard, hard line, line in the sand there. But I want my here's here's my curveball. Okay. I think women should be more open to leaving these niggas when they get okay. sick. Why is that? When they get when sick. they like in, when they go to jail and shit oh. like that. I okay. think you should be okay, more open to leaving these niggas. Why is that? Because why is that? niggas would be leaving you at oh. a bunch. Of, you're right. I think. I think. I think it's. I, no. I, not even. Not out. Of, not out of spite. Not out of spite. Not out of spite. I can. No. I can defend this. I can defend. Okay, I can defend this. This is bullshit. But I, y'all. Are, y'all are still going. Y'all may still disagree. Y'all may still disagree. But here. Here's why I'm saying it. Right. I am very, I am very big on, I am very big on your marriages, not necessarily your relationships, not the core of your relationship, but marriages, especially being utilitarian. So like if this nigga's in jail, he's probably not even fulfilling like the, the baseline level of need from a utilitarian perspective that you are fulfilling. Yes. I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong for you to uh, leave a situation that isn't fulfilling your utilitarian need, which is why I'm also not I'm also not knocking niggas that leave their their woman when they're in jail. But 
I'm just giving I'm just giving both sides of that coin. I said, uh, you know, I'm okay. like, hey man, I'm I'm saying like, hey, you know, she's not fulfilling whatever that utilitarian need that y'all established. Boom, you're out too. But well, when I say that, I also think that women should be willing to be like, yeah, he's also that. not he's he's not he's not fulfilling my needs. He's not, you know, we we signed a utilitarian contract, and he's not. He can no longer fulfill this. Maybe okay. I should think about leaving. They should oh, be more open to doing it. That's all I'm saying. I just want to say real quick, like, what if she's sick and she can't fulfill them utilitarian needs? Goddamn! That's I mean, the first thing I was thinking. Was just... <laughs> that whole pussy closed That's down for business. Man. She got cancer. Like, man, That's you different. Do? Bitch That's ass nigga, if you fall, if you fall by your queen when she's sick, but like any other thing, goddamn, yeah. Nah, but the utility shut off. She ain't paying the bills no more. It ain't no more utility here. I do, I do think, I do think, like the there, there's some there's some context that's required for that so like for example it like, like uh, you were distinguishing sick versus jail mm. might have been part of it but i don't know or even or uh, I, I i was um but i can i can expand upon both of those things i think there's okay. also like a situation that like happened to you versus something that you put yourself through right okay so like if i'm so like if i'm like if i'm a nigga and like, like i'm like going, maybe I'm, I'm i'm moving a bird a week or what the fuck ever and like i end up in jail I broke our utilitarian contract for some shit that I didn't have to do. If I got cancer, she didn't know you was a drug dealer, me. though. Hold on, but she didn't know you was a drug. That's dealer. actually that's fair. That's a, that's fair. That's fair. See? Like your that's utility fair. came from something that had a risk, and that risk happened. Like if she, assuming she's benefiting uh, that's from fair. whatever you it's like. You didn't just wake up in this position one damn day. Like you made a series of decisions and choices. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also saying that like in that particular situation, if she was with you for that utility. And you knew that she was with you for that utility. That utility now doesn't exist anymore. Boom. Maybe you should think about leaving. Maybe you should be open to that. But see, now this seems completely incompatible with your first point about being sick. Because everything that you just said is the same thing. And it's like, I mean, look, if you're saying it could have been prevented and that's that's the issue, it's like, I'm sure this nigga wasn't trying to get arrested. Like, he was was trying to avoid that, so... Same I don't thing see with this cancer, being like, I don't see this being incongruous to my initial point at all. Because again, because again, cancer, cancer, no, it's or not. Other, cancer or other sickness. To you. Cancer happens to you. Maybe this bitch wasn't right? putting cancer on sunscreen like she was supposed to. She was smoking too much. She was eating too many char grilled foods. You know what I'm saying? She should have been exercising more. She should have been drinking more milk. I, so she uh, get osteoporosis. Do you, do, you, like, do you really do you really want to get into that? I mean, like, it, well, it depends, no, I, I don't want you to, on, depend, to pull out the fucking academic book, but just like as high level, no, as high level as you can without putting the listeners to sleep. Ideally, as high level as I can, the biggest factor in you getting cancer is age. But anyway, um, and you don't control your age. That's the biggest fucking factor you got old is the biggest fucking factor in you getting any one individual cancer other than lung okay, cancer. Okay, sure. But we're also talking um, about other anyway, diseases. So, yeah, it, and, that's what I'm saying. And I'm assuming so like, that a lot of this conversation we're talking about is like not, or is maybe uh, changes a little bit when we're talking about older couples. When I'm talking about the sickness thing, I, I was thinking about men who are still in their you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I, I don't know if the facts say that, but I, that's what I was imagining. There's a, yeah, there's so a like, younger so woman like, who's sick, not a not an old ass lady with her old ass man. Because I assume maybe that nigga might be a little bit too tired to leave. Yeah, in in general, in general, most people aren't going to say you getting sick was your fault. In general, most people aren't going to say that you fucking like getting the flu is your fault, even though there are preventative measures that you take to get flu. That's just not how people operate. Most people are going to say that. If you were like driving drunk and you ended up in jail, that that's your that's fault. your fault. Okay, so you're 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 essentially revoking it because this person failed to do something in the relationship, which was keep themselves free. Exactly, that's the contract in and of itself. You being available for utility at your fault versus not your fault. Like we we drop mm-hmm. contracts like that all sure the time, it's... man. Like there there are literal contracts about like. Whether or not you no can't fault, do this yeah. at your fault versus versus yeah. your all the time, and I'm just saying that like I'm not even saying that women should do it. I'm just saying that you should be more open to the fact that like this no longer serves my utility um, from a fault versus no fault perspective, and maybe think about that because niggas are clearly doing that at a higher rate. Like they're clearly fault, having yeah. that conversation. I, I, okay, I, I I see the distinction that you're drawing between sick and jail. Okay, I don't know how much of a thing fault I'm right. is. I could yeah, very oh, much I'm, be wrong. I'm definitely saying you're not. <laughs> I could very for, much be wrong. For, for several layers. Because is, one is the, yeah. the fault thing. I don't know that saying because it's your partner's fault, assuming that this was like not a conversation. It, look, if you had the conversation where you say, look, you need to stop doing this shit because you're going to go to jail and I can't stay with you, that's like dating an addict. 
You know what I'm saying? And going like, hey, look, I can't continue this relationship under these t- circumstances. But if you're dating a criminal nigga and some shit happens as a result of that, you don't get to now say, well, you shouldn't have been doing crime shit. You never had a conversation with this person if that wasn't part of the, the the risk. The other thing is, and this gets into more like political, like what which laws should even be illegal. A lot of niggas are ending mm-hmm. up in prison for shit that shouldn't be illegal in the first place. So to say it's their fault that they're in jail for breaking a law that really exists only for the purposes of imprisoning black men. And I, there's a lot of laws that I would make some strong arguments exist only for that purpose. Again, I don't, and that's, look, that's not every nigga. Some nigga just kill 20 yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's, but yeah, a lot of p- folks, yeah. their man is in jail. Even for, violent crime laws are pretty, are pretty, are pretty whack in a lot of circumstances. So I get what yeah. you're saying. Your nigga was a getaway driver. Y'all had no other way to feed yourselves. Your nigga stole formula. Your nigga was sell- sold a small amount of weed or some shit. And now he's in prison. It's like, to say that's his fault is like, no, nah, he's a victim of the state, I would say. And so if you're willing to stick yeah. by your partner, I think that's reasonable. So I disagree with you on the fault aspect of it for a lot of these niggas. But two, the whole idea of like utility as a relationship thing is like a big defining factor I don't agree with at all. Like, I no, util- no utility is 100%. No, no, like, so so here's the thing. Here's the okay. thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> so I want to say that I thank you for bringing up your, your, your 1B for your one point because that's 100% true. But I will say for your 1A that niggas who sell drugs and are using the wealth that they get from that high level drug stuff, like your wealth and your ability to provide that is a utility. If you're in jail, you're probably no longer providing that utility. Then that's where that comes in. Like your utility is no longer there from that, regardless of whether or not she was on board with you selling drugs or whatever nefarious entity of that, what you call it, it provided you with something that likely was involved in the contract that y'all had, even if it was just a personal one. So that, if that's no longer there, then that is what it is. But anyway, yeah. okay. so wait. going to, going yeah. to, going to, going to, I mean, wait, what, what was that? That made, that made, that made perfect sense. No, no, I know so, it, it made perfect sense, but now I'm wondering what thing you were addressing. Cause when I said, I disagree about the utility thing, I wasn't saying that their utility hasn't reduced. I'm saying utility based relationships seem psychopathic to me. That was what I was arguing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. no. So your initial, your initial point was like, she knew that you were selling drugs. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for her to leave when you can no longer sell drugs because she was complacent with you making no, that decision. No, no, no. And for I'm just switching aspect, the decision, not making. the utility part Yeah. for the fault aspect. I'm, that was a, that was an argument about fault. Then I moved on to utility. You can't say yeah, it's yeah. his fault. He made a stupid decision when you were on board for that I, I, and, and no but but that but that's but that's what i'm but that's what i'm addressing like okay. he made a decision that allowed him to not fulfill the contract and even if you were complacent in that like you didn't you didn't sign up for why he was doing it you signed up for the fact that it allowed him to fulfill this utility and regardless of how that happened something that he did led him to not be able to fulfill See, now that's, why you that's signed like up. leaving your construction worker boyfriend because he fell in and injured his foot or or broke his fucking leg like that's everything. That's a workplace hazard that you signed on for but, instead of asking but, him, hey, I, leave this industry. The the literal the literal conversation that we're having is, is that men do that. <laughs> but um but anyway. I, well yes, but, but that's a that's a that's yeah. a different my point is it doesn't make sense to say, Oh, this person made a stupid decision that resulted in them losing utility because one, my second point is that leaving someone because yeah. they no longer give you utility is bad, but we'll get into that in a second. But yeah. two, it's like you can't say it's your his fault if you never said, hey, look, this is a risky way of you fulfilling your utility to me. I'd like you to make a change. You signed on for the way they give you what they give you in in their life, as well yeah. as the risks that are involved in that. You dated a cop. You yeah. dated a firefighter. You dated a fucking drug dealer. Shit comes with that. I will. I will. I will say that even though I think I think that's outside because, you know, because some drug dealer shit happened to a drug dealer. Yeah, I do think that's well outside the scope of what I'm saying. But I will say that for every single case that you said, I guarantee you that there are women that have said, like, you need to leave this line of work. But no, no. Anyway, and if you do, um, if you do, then I agree with you. If you do, yeah. then I agree with you. If you said I, I, I guarantee drugs you, and he got arrested and you left him, then then I one hundred percent agree with your point. Yeah. Outside of that context, I disagree. If you but know you when I say utility, and you wanted to, then he gets arrested. That's yeah, you in that. But when I say utility, I think that people have this idea that utility means monetary and material. Every relationship is based on utility. You're with somebody because they're providing you with something. So when I say utility. I'm saying utility broadly defined, and I think that when people hear utility, they think money. And I think no, I understood that's kind that context. Of, I, I, th- still I think I think I think that's psychopathic because every relationship that you've ever been in was because of utility. No, yeah, I, and, I, I I, and that's not and that's not Al, and that's not Alvin. Like we can we can talk about we can talk about Plato and Socrates and the Nicomachean ethics and make this a real philosophical debate. I mean, debate if we want to, but that's not just me. Like. Look, Smarter people than everybody on this call think that utility is the basis of ninety nine percent of relationships. Can be and when they tried too. to bring 
And when they tried to bring relationships outside of the context of it, all of their arguments broke down. That's oh, that's okay, literally okay. that's literally one of the bases of the ethics. They were like, well, you know, then there's a relationship of the good. But how do I define that? If it's not based on anything else, what even is a relationship? I don't fucking know the end. OK, so I, I understood that context when you initially spoke on it. And I read the Nicomachean shit like, I don't know, fucking decade ago now. So I guess you could. And, and so feel free to argue and disagree where, I, you know, if I'm if I'm fucking shit up here. But I think a relationship based in part on the built up cachet of I love you the way you have with a child in part you, your child in part is reasonable. Yes, of course it starts with utility. And after a while, if there's no utility gained, it's whatever. But if you've made it through 60 years of life with someone, that person is built up cachet such that their ability to be, to render love, care, laughter, joy, cooked food, massages, all whatever you want to list in that utility list, they've gained enough where you go, I care about you as a person. And so the only utility you really have to me now is getting to fulfill that love that I have for you, if you want to call that a utility. So if you can, if you can tear that apart, feel free. Maybe you already can, you know? Yeah. So like the biggest part of that is I think that even, and again, even in the Nicomachean ethics, being able to provide you with something that in that space is also seen as a utility. So like when he talks about because he doesn't he doesn't talk about you know he talks about his friendships quote unquote mm -hmm. so he's talking about friendships and he's saying that even the ability to show how good of a friend i am is a utility so like sure. if i can no longer show you how good of a friend i am in specific context in the ways that we've established via contract that that looks like for us what's the utility even in that particular point so for example if my utility for you is massages if it's cooking, if it's, I can no longer massage you. I can no longer cook for you. Now, I do think that you bring up an interesting point as in like, maybe that can evolve over time. Like maybe like now that I'm and in a different should. circumstance, like, maybe, I see, like maybe I see my, would, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, mean I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that like, if, if it was now a very specific thing, we can reestablish a contract of how I show friendship of the good, quote unquote, if you're. Just as an example, because I do think we're getting really hung up on real specific shit that doesn't that doesn't tear down anything at the core of what I'm saying. Um, but just as an example, if you're in jail, maybe now the contract now switches as like you you visit me when there's visitation available. You put money on yeah. my books. Like and this maybe, be maybe it switches. Like so this I think seems that, like I think normal that, obvious shit for someone that you're not, if you're not a crazy person with zero feel because it's not just utility. Like you I have think you I think you dis I think you I think you don't have a really good understanding of the fact that a lot of people have very specific requirements for what they want in a relationship. I no, think no, you're I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they do. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't leave when those aren't fulfilled, but I'm saying, where does feeling come into it? If my girlfriend get her face blown off, it's a whole bunch of her utility. That's just gone completely. I think that's completely, I I, again, I think that's completely different than you saying, like, I got a fucking DUI and I hit somebody and killed them and now I'm in jail. I think that's completely different than my but girlfriend it's not got different, a face blown But it's not different in a way that's relevant to what we're talking about, which is whether they I do think or it don't is. serve I utility. How so? I disagree. I made, I made a very clear, I, I made a very clear distinction that, like, there's a difference between utility, fault, utility, no fault, and every contract that I've ever signed in the professional world makes that very clear distinction. So if so, so your stance is very well, clear distinction. Okay, so your stance is it's all right to be utilitarian in strongly utilitarian and leave for utilitarian reasons if there is established fault. I'm not even saying you should, and like we but like. No, but you're I, saying I it's okay. I'm just trying to understand what it even. I'm what saying, you're saying. Like, I've literally said the com. I've literally said since the beginning of this conversation, maybe you should consider it. I said I, I okay, leaned yeah, in. And well, I said fine, whatever. I said we, maybe you should, should consider. Maybe consider. Maybe you should think about it. Under maybe the you circumstances should look into of it. it being a fault-based situation. All I've said since we started. And I knew it was going to be controversial. I wanted to get the conversation <laughs> to this point. That's fine. But, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, I've, that's but, what, but what I do want to make clear is that that's what I said. Okay. I don't think that's unreasonable. I, yeah, I, and I'm saying... Yeah, if it's uh, yeah. Okay. No, you still so, disagree. Yeah. I just I yeah, know no, I do disagree. definitely I'm just saying, disagree. I'm just I'm just saying that what but I said was not. But I think I understand what you're saying. Psychopathic or unreasonable. You've you've clarified what you've said, and I'm still disagreeing and saying that it's I know it's emotionally divorced. So I don't think that like am I misunderstanding anything? As you see it. So so that, like am I replying to emo, something? Emo, that you're emo, not emotionally emotionally divorced. 
whatever. Like, I mean, it is, it is what it is. What I'm saying is that I can be emotionally, I can be emotionally invested in something and that not be enough. I think most people, when they're looking at long-term relationships, especially marriages, understand that marriages need more than an emotional commitment to drive them. No, no, and okay, I'm saying so, that, okay. and I'm saying, and I'm saying that if that no longer, if you no longer have the component that is not emotional, then maybe you should look at whether or not this is worth staying into. Not saying that it won't be worth yes. staying into. I'm okay. saying maybe you should consider it. And I'm saying in particular, women probably should look a little bit harder at doing it because I think men are probably doing it a, a decent enough amount. Men probably should dial it back a little bit. But I think women should probably look at it a little bit harder because there a are a lot more, more women in relationships that don't serve them, regardless of whether or not this nigga gave you a massage for 20 years regardless of whether or not this nigga cooked for mm. you for 20 years there's a lot of stuff that goes into making a successful long-term relationship that has nothing to fucking do with emotions and if you think that that's not the case you probably don't have a long-term successful relationship now you you've made Clear. several in in that you've now made several clarifications that maybe they were always part of it but i don't think you, that you made before you made several clarifications that make me go i'm closer to agreeing with you my point is that relationships are not purely utility and that emotion doesn't count for zero percent of what goes on in there and so if you're saying hey look the emotional part is part of it and maybe you do want to stick around for the next 10 years with this person because of the emotional cash that you have with this person but maybe that's not enough like you said that's not enough for a relationship i agree but i'm saying it shouldn't be easy you shouldn't you shouldn't have a tick list and go okay cool he used to fuck me well that's not there no more he used to give me money well that's not there no more he used to give me massage well that's not there no more therefore we no longer have a relationship what i'm saying is you go okay cool those five things are no longer there my emotion and, and my emotional connection to him is such that mm, we only been together for a year maybe i don't want to commit the rest of my life to him but we have a conversation. I maybe owe him a conversation of saying, hey, look, I love you, but I can't spend the rest of my life with a man who's imprisoned. And maybe that per maybe he'll understand. That's fair. But to go, I have zero emotion, like the emotion is just not part of the equation. It seems insane to me. So that's I'm saying it has a part. So with those clarifications, I think maybe we'd agree, but maybe not. I don't know. No. And, and, and like, it's one of those things where I never didn't, I never, I never said that emotion wasn't a part of it at all. I think okay. that was one of those things where like you heard utilitarian and you assume that I said no emotion. Um, okay. no, I think I even, I even think emotional aspects of a relationship are utilitarian. I do think that where I've moved in this conversation is via conversation with you. I now see that when I really think about it, that your emotional utilitarian utility that you get from relationship can evolve even in the midst of some of these circumstances that we've highlighted as um, examples. Um, so I think that matters. But like I never I never meant utilitarian to mean devoid of emotional um, attachment in a relationship. I think emotional attachment is a utility. I, I think I that is something that you get from a relationship. Yeah. No, that's that, and, and which is which is a point I made a, a little while ago that I understand. Maybe yeah. you're saying that is a utility, and so there wasn't even an initial disagreement because I was saying that thing is important, and being in jail doesn't change that because we're not talking about like when when I'm talking about emotional utility, I'm not talking about the ability to purely exchange. I'm a good partner back and forth in a very mm -hmm. measurable way. It's I, my brain has a file in its head that says I love this nigga, I love this bitch. And that is that will continue to exist even if you fucking blew up and died. And it has nothing to do with any kind of physical real exchange. So to call it a utility seems like a given the way we tend to use that word seems like a it causes unnecessary confusion to cause to call emotional attachment a utility. It's like I can literally be in a fucking solitary confinement and the person who I love can be dead and that emotional attachment still exists. Calling that a utility, I think causes more confusion than it's worth that's fair that's fair so yeah. josh you stand with your woman if she get locked up that's you a good question i'm just gonna reference the games uh mary j block the game of mary j blocks is a uh, song don't worry i'll be right there waiting for you okay yeah yeah look i will also say maybe you gotta open the relationship up and i will say i think men and women both maybe should be a little bit open to that uh, People have needs. I think we might have you know to pull saying? the reins back on this relationship if you got to do a bid. I, yeah, we. I mean, you know what I'm saying. We got to expand. We got to expand the way we get our needs met. You know what I mean. Mm. We got to renegotiate the terms of this agreement. See, I think that's not an entirely inch, a take a mile. That's a good. Yeah, if you, you give them an inch, they'll take 
they'll take five to seven. Yeah. So that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Give it yeah. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's that is a fair point because it's like it's really hard to compete with a nigga that's not in jail who's fucking your girl. Is that's a, it's really hard yeah. to compete with it's, that. It's really hard to compete with a nigga that if you in jail, it's really hard to compete with a nigga that's not in jail. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, man. You deployed. It's very difficult to 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 compete with a nigga who live in the same city as your girl. Basically. That's very difficult. Shit. He fucking her he, every he night. You see him every six months. Yeah, anytime. No injury, no danger. They talking right. and shit on the, all the time. She don't have to pay a toll thing and wait for somebody to let her. You know, right. she don't have to accept the call and shit. She can just I hey, can just pick you know. up, text, call, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's no glass between the two of you during half the conversations. I think yeah, yeah it's very sure difficult. To, so if you sure say, that. "Hey, girl, you can go see some other niggas." Yeah, she might not be back. She ain't yeah. coming back, man. You might have her sister coming to that next conjugal visit like, hey, got to let you know something. And it's like, ah, shit. She ain't coming oh, to see me again. She ain't coming to see you again. She ain't oh, coming to see you, dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. love you. We'll see you when you come out, though, maybe. But probably not. She'll probably be married, so you might not be welcome at the family. Things are no actually going really well. I didn't expect for them to hit it off that much, but they, <laughs> yeah, they're getting along real really nice. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a little half so You got a so, job, so. a car, and everything, and, and he free. Yeah. He got his freedom. He's very free. He's totally. He can just. He can walk. He can wake up anytime he want. He can use the bathroom, go eat yeah, all the times of day and night. He ain't got to worry about glide dookies. Josh, did you <laughs> say this nigga got his freedom papers? Because that's what I thought that was. Freedom papers. Shit. Yeah, I'd like to think I would, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I do think that the utility. I, I would. I. I don't know. It would be a hard. I would. It would be difficult. I think, in a situation like that, where it's like I love this person, but. They can no longer fulfill, and I got a lot of life ahead of me. They can no longer fulfill this thing. And to what extent am I going to sacrifice what my life could be to comfort them? But at the same time, like I don't know. I feel like I would, I pr- I would probably do some dumb shit like break up with them, but like still maintain some type of semi relationship or some shit like that. Oh man, to like yeah, assuage yeah. my 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 feelings or something. Yeah, just so you can feel I don't know, better is that about yourself. Up? Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. That's, that's even, even worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I should just leave. Because what so I would, I'd probably, I'd break up with her, but I give her a real good. We could be friends and like you know just re- just verbally break her down as to why it makes sense for us to be friends during this interim <laughs> while I go out and do my thing. and fuck somebody else. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So you go. So you go. Okay. So you staying with her, thick or thin, regardless of the situation. I'm assuming there's a cutoff of how long uh, y'all need nah, to have been together, nah, right? See, there's a cutoff, like because okay, like, what's it? I don't know. I Life? Don't know, I don't know the cutoff. Twenty? Okay. God damn! If I if she cancer? Is, yeah. Mm. Hey, look. A year? Well, I can long, do a year. How long we been together? I can do a year. A year for sure. A year, like if you uh, you would, you just straight up asshole if you can't do a year. I can do a but year. Twenty? I can do a year. Twenty. Um, God damn. Yeah, we're gonna have to. It's gonna have to. Look, we, it can't be the deluxe relationship package. We're gonna have to mm. go back down to like a student discount package or something of the relationship. Because I, mm. I'm not gonna be able to do the full, the full. Yeah. Well, what if y'all married? What if y'all married? Twenty years. That... Okay, so say we've been together for five years. We're married. She gets to twenty. I, look, I, I'll give her at least as many years as we've been married. I think that's fair. Mm. I give her the first five years of the twenty. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I split the difference with you. That's 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 fair. So what you're saying is you did you a fucking mental in. calculation. You, was you like, paid you it was in. Like, you look. paid in. You, you cashed like, out. You was like, look. You was like, look. It's this emotion right here. Yep. But it yep. was fucking massages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I calculated it. Like, I'm I saying think, I think that, emotion I think that gives you bro. five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you, better, you better, time, so you better, you better. So you got five years to get yourself a solid girlfriend in there, home, home girl, and and Ooh. figure it out, and then you can have a nice, happy fifteen years with you and Rhonda or whoever. I think that's, I think that's pretty reasonable, ish. Five, five for twenty. Come on, that's crazy, right? Five for twenty. Yeah, I mean, look, if you feel it, if you feel, if you feel it, if you feel it in your heart, then it's whatever. But if you're struggling, I feel like five for five is reasonable. This nigga said it like it was a fucking wing deal or some <laughs> shit. Like, five for twenty, wing stop. It's crazy, what? right? Come on, <laughs> come on. For the lemon pepper wet, it ain't that good. Come on, <laughs> Jesus. 
Yeah, no, if we've been together for five oh, years <laughs> and I go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> and you were, tw- let's, okay, let's say we meet in our 20s. We've been together for five years. You supposed to go through your 30s and 40s with no nigga while I'm in prison for 20 years because of some shit that, some shit give me the five, did. give me five years. We got five years together. Give me another five while I'm in prison. Come see me, do some conjugal visits. Da, 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 da. That's enough for me to get a boyfriend or whatever. And then cool, we can be pen pals from there. Now look, if you if if our bond grows stronger and we want to stay together, and we want it, then cool. But I feel like after five years, we done been together ten years, half of this in prison. You fulfilled your obligation to me. Like I think that's completely fair. Are you are you? Is this a conversation that you're having up front? Like is it just like fucking day like day day thirty? <laughs> you know they're working on the fucking appeal. You're like, let's talk about what this relationship is going to be. Like, we're going to be on a probably. We're going to have a soft stop five years. Soft stop five years. We can we can move that. Yes. Plus or minus two years. We can reevaluate along the way. Yo. But we got a we got a soft a soft cutoff of five years. A soft close down. A soft shutdown. A soft unlaunch. Because Alvin, you you've been advocating for these five year marriage license. Who's gonna renew marriage with a nigga that's in jail? To be fair, mm. I still fucking re- I still fucking think that's a good idea. I don't disagree. I, I think it's a great idea. So I'm like, if I'm if I get convicted mm. or we doing the appeal process, I say to my girl, hey, look, I know you love me. I know you. And she 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 gonna be fighting. She gonna be like, no, Eddie, I'd never leave you. No, I know uh, it's gonna be hard. About three years in, <laughs> you are gonna start to reconsider this. I know you think you like me because this is the this is the beginning of the movie of our story. Me and my nigga, he went into prison, and I'm holding it down for him, and da 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 da. But like after three years of it just being regular degular shit, you still gotta go to work every day and pay taxes. It's not exciting no more. So look, let's just have a conversation. Stick with me for the five years. Obviously, you can pull out at any time, but could you commit to five years of being with me? And then in five years, we revisit it again. I think I probably would have that conversation before I go in. I think that's I think that's I think that's smart. I think that's I think that's smart relationship management is what I think. I think you should have that conversation at the beginning of the relationship. Especially like if you if you were that's somebody crazy having like, a prison was, a prison convo I, when yeah, y'all first like, start going steady. I don't think like, it's crazy. I don't think it's yeah. crazy, bro. Look, I'm just gonna okay. be real with you. Like the time you got yeah. with me is the time we put in before you went to jail, like you got the same uh, post uh, jail time that you got with me, like pre jail time. Mm. You know? So if you so go every to jail, month you gain of relationship, that's mm-hmm. one more month we get it's to like, stay together. It's like once you go PTO. Into yeah, I see. Yes, 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 yes. It's like a it's like a four hundred one k. It's a matched exactly, contribution. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, that makes sense. So you saying early on in a relationship, you say, hey, look, I'll stay. So, okay, so if a, if you date a girl for a month and she go to jail, you'll you'll keep seeing her for a month. I might give her a couple weeks. Oh, so you're not even giving her the full like one to one. You're giving like, her like food stamps, like fifty your cents to the dollar. Your PTO not one to one, bro. Your PTO not accruing one to one. You giving her fifty cents to the dollar? Okay. Get a couple hours, goddamn. So you saying for the five, you giving her the two fifty? The two fifty? The two and a half years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It depends, man. Yeah. That seemed kind of harsh. So she get she get. Bro, you just got to straight. So up, if, like, if she went in at the beginning of Corona, you already done with her now, off the five years. Mm. How long was I with her before? Like, are we married? You you were with her for five years, so I was with her for five. That's okay. two and a half. Yeah. So yeah, y'all got together hey, in twenty fifteen. By twenty twenty two, y'all done. If we was happy, like if everything was great, okay. and like you know, she ain't. If it's not gonna be like a whole twenty years, it's gonna be a whole twenty years. It's yeah, gonna be a whole thing. It's gonna be all of it. <laughs> she got it's no appeals. <laughs> it's no parole. <laughs> she gotta do the whole thing. God. So halfway house. She Damn, the whole thing. Bro. What the right. fuck she did? What the fuck did she do? It's no house arrest, my nigga. <laughs> okay, okay, it's actually you know Justin what? Merrick, Grisel, DeBlanco, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, does that make a difference? Because if you're like, look, she got the twenty, but she might be home in eleven. Is that, or she might be at a halfway house mm. in eleven? Yeah, well, I got, I gotta that... have some hope. We, okay, we so is, is that, does that make a difference? <laughs> if y'all together for it, seven it, years, she get to twenty, but with a good possibility of being mm. out in the world. You know, maybe halfway yeah. house, maybe um, ankle monitor. Yeah. Eleven years, you might stay the whole time. Maybe I probably maybe maybe maybe. But Especially you're not willing to commit to it up front. Especially if we got, oh, you like, got a kid, kids. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. do something if you got a kid. Yeah, but damn, if if I'm just fifty like, cents to the dollar is fair as well. Yeah, 
I was going I one to so. one. Maybe that's too much. Or like, you definitely or can't like, go more just than might one. try to have a conversation. Like, hey, goddamn it! Like, we gotta we gotta loosen up the, the strains on this relationship. You know, you, see, you do what yeah. you gotta do, and I do what I gotta do. <laughs> see, I'm I'm okay. So I might give her the like the 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 one to one dollar to dollar, maybe seventy five cents to the dollar. But then I also mm-hmm. feel like maybe I would have an obligation on some like Don Draper shit to just keep putting money on her books till I die, kind of a situation, mm-hmm. or till she's free. And that's kind of what I was thinking about before when I said, like, hey, look, I don't want to be with you anymore because this relationship is too hard. It doesn't serve me. But at the same time, I understand that, like, you've given me joy in life. on me, I got you. Exactly. It's like that kind of shit. Exactly. I'm going to put some. I'm going to put some. You get whatever you want. You get whatever you you want at the commissary. I got you. on me. New flip-flops, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need. Ramen noodles, you know what I'm saying? Takis, whatever whatever you need to get. I, I got it. So I feel like I, w- I would feel like that seems like a little bit of a concession. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with you in-, in that I'm monogamous to you or committed to you, da 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 But, like, I recognize that, like, you're not nothing to me. You're not no one to me. You're not, like, just some shit in my past. We have something. So it's like I, got- I owe you kind of a little bit of something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like- in two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, "I fulfilled my obligation, bitch. <laughs> you got the two fifty. Right, <laughs> take it or leave it. Oh no, man! Like, cause God damn. Like you should have been, you should have been saving this money on your books up for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Yes, got you, you your green been. dot card. I was loading I, that up. You I told been your ass that. not to drive them bitches around. I told you they was gonna do a drive by. You got in the car anyway. I told you to stay home. This is on you. You, you gotta take accountability. I told you to get out, Griselda. I told you. <laughs> right, but you ain't want to listen." So how about you, uh, Alvin? What's what's you staying? You leaving? You calculating? Or is it just once utility is zero, the relationship is zero? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm thinking about stuff, and I feel like I can get a decent amount of utility with you being in jail. Mm. This nigga's gonna start know, running drugs in the jail through his girl. That's one hundred percent not what I was. Ab don't, don't, don't want you to be around in the first place because he would rather you like just live somewhere else. So that might actually just be a perfect solution mm. for him. My, I he, think, he going I to think jail I trying could. to find a girl. <laughs> I already know where she's gonna be at at all times. Right, ten <laughs> pals and shit. No, no, that's not even. That's not I even what I was worry about. about it, but I do club, like where I call that number. I pay the fee. I know my girl is there. <laughs> I do, I do like where you guys' heads are at in, in regards to my character, but um, he gonna make a profit I was being facetious when I said that. Okay. No, but I'm thinking just like, let's say I want to run as a prison reform candidate, you know, Ooh. just like I want to do, I want to make that Ooh, like a prison big... reform candidate with a bitch in prison. That's crazy. Hell that's, yeah, man. That's a that's a platform. That's a platform. See, this thing is Lex Luthor. He re- yo. Lex, Lex Underwood really over here got Lex he got Luthor the plans, got man. You. He got the fucking plans, bro. He go I, look. I'm just glad to be in his good graces, nigga. Because when <laughs> when we all work for him one day, I'm just glad to have greased the wheels a little bit early on in the campaign. I feel like I'm gonna be in in House of Cards. I feel like I'm gonna be that rib shack nigga, like that one nigga from back in the hood <laughs> who is still cool with this nigga once he got to be the president. Hey, Mister Boy. Hey, Mister Alvin. You still coming by to get some of these famous uh, wings? <laughs> Oh, yes, it's five yes, for the you remember, that, you remember that time we did that show together? All right, boss. Yeah, yes, back sir. in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'd be like, I'm sorry, Eddie, we can't associate any longer. I'm sorry, Eddie, we cannot your, uh, However, your unsavory ways are just not compatible with my current platform. <laughs> but please feel free to take $1,000 in a basket of these uh, peach snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I've also pardoned your little nephew, uh, little Tate Tate. He's going to be free. Do not ever contact me again, though, or I will have your entire family assassinated. (laughs) Much love. Stay black, brother. (laughs) Yeah, so I I, okay. So maybe maybe stay with it because and 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 stay monogamous while getting those those campaign caches up. Okay, okay, okay. I can see that. Because if because if if, let's say theoretically, right? If I'm staying and I'm not monogamous, that will get found out like fairly. Right, that would be more of a problem. Right, got you. Not not to do with that would be that would be a bigger problem. Just it would cause damage to the political campaign. Understandable. Yeah, that's that's definitely how a normal person sees their relationship. One hundred percent. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, look, if you uh, are a young woman who has found herself incarcerated in the prison industrial complex. You might be seeing a red flag because your nigga about to leave you. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, if you leave your girl, like, 
two weeks into her cancer diagnosis, it might be you just waving the red flag. It's been waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. We'll see y'all next week. Follow us on Patreon if you want bonus episodes. If you want to come through on a live, uh, subscribe, comment, everything that you, you know, think about this episode. Do niggas actually stick by their women or no? Not so much. Should everybody be deplatformed or should there be rules around this? We'll see y'all next week. They're going to deplatform Eddie for saying nigga. This next wave. See, that's that's why I'm, I'm that's why I'm not with this amputation because they're gonna start deplatforming me for saying nigga. They gonna be like, oh, I don't know. His Eddie gonna be walking out of the back. I had a good run, guys. They be like, he's 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 one hundred percent less than seventy percent nigga. We gotta draw the line somewhere. They got a chart of fucking hair coils and they go, okay, four C, yeah, no, three B. That's uh it's a, it's, yeah, he violated a statute 3B uh, of, of hair texture. So it's that, too that fine and too curly. Deplatformed on everything. No Spotify, no TikTok. That's, that's the, see, it's fucking Handmaid's Tale, bro. That's what, that's the, the shit that we're living in right now. I don't want to see the world become that. It's severance. That's what no some, tread, somebody's, no, somebody's already said that shit, bro. I swear to God, somebody said that shit. <laughs> said the Andrew Tate getting deplatformed is Handmaid's Tale. It's fucking <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. I guarantee you somebody said this shit. Fucking yeah. Handmaid's Tale, man. Fucking Handmaid's Tale, bro. <laughs> You saw that shit, right? Yeah, Welcome living in fucking Gilead these days, man. Fucking Commander Waterford up here just handing out decisions. Yeah, what Not the fuck? Thinking about the people. Under his eye? Are you gonna fucking let the it fuck? be the fruit? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Atwood predicted this, man. Those who speak the truth, they did the same thing to fucking MLK, Malcolm X, and now it's a tizzy. No, it's coming after us. <laughs> Because he's an alpha male who's trying to take us out of the fucking matrix. He fucking gave away too much real information, man. He kept it too real. That's what I'm saying. COVID is not fucking real, man. They're trying to fucking. They're putting. Y'all niggas are too good at this, bro. Yeah, we low key secret conspiracy theorists, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> COVID is fake, bro. That shit ain't real. Sigma males. <laughs> yeah. so this is really a Sigma male podcast. Omega, so Omega male out. podcast. <laughs> the fuck? Omega we at the end of the alpha male. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't know about this oh, shit. Oh man, this is the longest outro ever. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Go to bed. Started playing. <laughs> Go, to- <laughs> Go to sleep, folks. Damn. The fuck? Go tuck your baby in. It's a red flag.